It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Well, welcome back to Beyond the Building. Laura, I cannot believe that we are in the month of school returning. Isn't it nice that you and I are not returning to school? <laughs> Every day, I'm thankful. <laughs> I know, seriously. For some of you guys who don't know, Laura and I actually roomed together at University of Delaware, and that feels like many, many moons ago. But here we are, Laura, in a new series, a new month, our September 2023. It is a month we're calling When We Pray. We have some amazing special guests who are going to be sharing testimonies about the power of their prayer lives, um, especially when you take the title um, from Jesus's in introduction about the model prayer. He says, look, he said, when you pray, right, talk to your heavenly father, we're going to be... Um, listening to some fabulous testimonies this week of divine interventions when God um, answers that prayer and rallies families together. Now, today's special guests, Jeff and Megan Mapson, I'm, I'm excited to hear your story because Jeff, I knew you on the front end when you were so much younger, when you were a kid in a class that I taught um, in North Wilmington. I don't even know how many three decades ago or whatever it was. It really does make me feel old. But Laura, you have an even more special connection. Why don't you share how you are now related to Jeff and to Megan? Yeah, it's just really the craziest story. But just long, long story short here is uh, my mother married Jeff's grandfather. And so I love uh, saying that. And I love being family with Jeff and Megan. And um, I'm excited that they're here with us. So Jeff and Megan, thanks for being here today. Uh, thanks for being family. I'm so grateful um, for my extended family. And we just love to hear a little bit about you. We know that God has a great story that he's given you to share to encourage others today. Um, but let's start out. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. Um, Jeff, why don't you start? Well, thanks so much. And I I do uh, like to take credit, uh, as my grandpa would allow me to, uh, for, for Grandpa and Nancy. Um, it was actually <laughs> an event that Megan was performing at for the Secret Garden that they drove up to see us. And and I think that was the, the moment Nancy said she looked over and like, hey, he's pretty cute. And Oh, oh. <laughs> well, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for that. And Megan, thank you. Absolutely. So, so um, yeah, I, I, um, this is Josiah, by the way. He is a uh, 10-month-old bundle of uh, energy and joy. But uh, you want to take him real quick? Okay. Yeah, we'll see what here you, here you go, buddy. Uh, now, for those of you guys in podland, <laughs> podcast land, and you're like, I don't exactly see what's happening. Um, the, these guys are holding Josiah in their lap. So uh, when you hear some uh, baby noises in the background, this is a testimony about their journey as parents. And so at the hour that we're recording this podcast, um, the babysitter is a big yellow stuffed bunny. So, <laughs> so you'll hear him during this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Megan and I, um, our, our journey, I like to, I always like to start back actually at, uh, you know, Brandywine high school in Northern, Northern Wilmington. There was, uh, I was, um, I was up late one night walking on the track and, uh, my, my, I was living with my grandfather at the time and he lives in the area. And, um, I was, 
very frustrated with being alone. And so I audibly cried out to God and asked for his help uh, that I did not want to be alone anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I created an eHarmony profile. And the top line of that said, the most important thing in my life right now is my relationship with Christ. I'm looking for someone mm-hmm. who. And um, just under two years later, uh, Megan and I were married. And we've now been married for, uh, as of the sharing of this, uh, just mm-hmm. over uh just over 12 years. So um, wow. it's, it's been a fantastic, fantastic journey. Wow. That is amazing. That is amazing. I love that. And I can picture that too, because I think we all have, those of us on this podcast right now, we have Brandywine High School in our, our minds and I can see mm-hmm. this happening. So that is, that's really beautiful. That's mm-hmm. the first step to when we pray, right? You cried out to God for right. a, a godly wife and Megan, here you are, the wife, the answer, the prayer. Can you share with us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I uh, am originally from Georgia, um, a small town called Carrollton, which is about an hour west of Atlanta. Uh, grew up uh, with my family. I have a brother, a mom and dad, brother and sister. I'm the oldest of the three and um, grew up doing theater with my family. My family were all involved in community theater. Um, so I felt pretty much like I feel like I had to do theater, too. And um. Uh, decided to pursue it as a career. Um, I studied musical theater um, in college um, in Georgia and performed professionally around the area in Atlanta, Birmingham, did a little children's theater tour and tried New York and I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't not for me. Um, I knew I wanted to go somewhere that um, had a, a, a pretty decent theater scene. And I read a lot about Lancaster and there was a certain theater around here that drew me to come here at some point um but it's a little theater called sight and sound theater mm-hmm. <laughs> just a little one, <laughs> a little one. <laughs> and um i decided to move up to lancaster um pennsylvania because i was i knew sight and sound was there and a lot of other theaters are there mm-hmm. however it took me a long time to get to sight and sound because um you know just the lord had different plans and he wanted me to work at other theaters and do other opportunities. So I worked at many theaters and and it was a wonderful experience doing these different shows. And then finally, last year, I was finally cast at Sight and Sound after wow. like years of auditioning. Wow. So the Lord definitely provided. Um, his timing's perfect. Um, I auditioned almost nine months pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I, I was like, they're not going to hire me, but I'm going to still do this anyway. And the Lord proved me wrong. And I, and I got contract for uh I'm, I'm currently in the cast of moses this year so oh, oh my gosh that's <laughs> awesome wow so she auditioned there first the first time she auditioned there was before we met yeah hmm. okay finally got cast there oh, wow so amazing. almost 12 years years oh, more of than 12 praying. years years of praying mm-hmm. and, and being patient and being patient yeah. and waiting yeah. on the whole time yeah. so yeah that's wow. great that's good wow. stuff <laughs> Well, you guys, I know Jesus is the center of your hearts. And so how long have you been walking with the Lord? I know, Jeff, you're going to say it started when you were a child in uh, our church, in our kids program, but I'll let you share that story. But I'd love to hear your testimony. When did you guys start really um, having that relationship with Christ along the way? Yeah, um, I uh, yeah, I definitely, growing up as someone of God, praise him. I like to say uh, that I, I was saved Many, many times. Right. (laughs) To go back and say, when was a specific moment? Because there were so many times when I um, 
you know, recognized my, my, my spiritual poverty and how much I needed a savior and repented of my sins and, and turned to Jesus and followed him. But uh, I would, I would say that one of the big times that I can look back, that really was the, the biggest turning point was uh, actually for me late, late at night. Again, um, I had been uh, a gamer of sorts and uh, I was chatting with somebody and that I usually played with late at night. And uh, they, they essentially let me know that they were going to church in the morning. And at that point in time, I hadn't been attending a church for quite some time. And I had the biggest feeling of jealousy mm-hmm. that I've ever had in my life was because they had a church body mm-hmm. that they were able to go to or were plugged in with. And here I did not. Wow. And um, so immediately, you know, I went online, looked for the, the actually the church denomination they were going to and found one within an hour radius and went there. Wow. And um, I was there for such a short season of my life, but the Lord really used that to to turn my my feet back to the path that he wanted me to walk. And so, um, yeah. Wow. How about you, Amazing. Meg? Um, yeah. I, so I grew up in a Christian home. Um, I always knew who God was. I always knew Jesus was. Um, but with my learning challenges growing up, I just didn't quite understand the Bible and stuff. So that kind of like set me back some. And, uh, and I had a very distant relationship with God growing up. Um, but I still felt drawn to him. Like I, um, would read the Bible. Some, I, I grew up with KJV and that was really hard to understand for Mm me. Um, so I didn't know there were other translations until I got older. Um, and then I went, you know, being in theater, um, theater can be a very secular, dark, uh, you know, place. So, uh, doing theater in college and then working in secular theater, um, outside of college, um, you know, you develop relations with people that are not godly. And so I got confused and, um, was very, I had a world mind view. And then when I met Jeff, um, he really like, you know, said some things. We had some conversations that challenged my faith. And um, I decided to take a deeper uh, relationship with Christ. And, uh, but what really, what really um, like struck me one day, we were at church. I was listening to a sermon by our former pastor and he spoke on a sermon about compromise and how like Christians or non-Christians compromise the word of God. They take things out of the Bible that they just don't care about. And that's what I was like, holy cow, that's what I'm doing. I'm compromising the word of God. And because of like the worldview, I was just picking and choosing what I wanted to believe and what I didn't want to believe. And that's when I was like, if I'm going to be a Christian, I need to be 100% committed to this. Mm -hmm. I need to be 100% committed to his word. And so, and that's why I think like, it took me a while to get it saying sound because I think the Lord wanted me to spiritually grow in that. Um, so, mm-hmm. and I think in that moment of like in 2013 was when I would, was fully committed into his word. Um, and I felt like, a, I felt born again in mm-hmm. the summer of 2013. I can't tell you which day and all that, yeah, but yeah. it just kind of gradually like hit me during that whole summer. So yeah. I, felt, mm-hmm. I felt really committed to the word again in summer of 2013. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Isn't it just amazing, really, when we look at our stories, uh, the way that God will reach us? I mean, Jeff, you're gaming, right? 
right by yourself in a room megan you are in a in a crowded church and mm-hmm. God's going to speak a word that's going to touch both of our hearts or all of our hearts. So mm-hmm. I just love that. Mm-hmm. Well, praise God for those testimony stories. I think, honestly, that's the answer to prayer for lots of moms and dads out there, right? Praying for you. So that's the first when we pray is your parents right. who are praying for you to have a relationship with the Lord. But um, we know that today uh, we have a special story or you guys have a special story to share Um for something that you prayed about just recently, near and dear to your hearts in many, many ways. Um, so just tell us, you know, how did your story start that you're going to share today? Um, Jeff, why don't you share? Sure. So um, Megan and I have wanted to start a family for some time. We've been married for a little while now. And, um, but anytime we, you know, we're actively trying um something would come up, medical issue here or there. Um, and Megan can run through what some of those were, but, um, and some of them were just a gift from the Lord too, and recognizing something else. And, but it just kind of kept delaying things. And um, to the point where we were, we weren't sure whether or not this was necessarily a possibility. Um, we had a, we had a friend who knew how dear this was to us and um spent a good amount of time praying with us and actually we just had a chance to see her last week but she came over and spent time with us at our house prayed with us prayed over us in belief that by this time next year you know we would have a son or daughter or somebody with you know we, we would have a child and um her praying that over us just increased our faith tremendously mm-hmm. and trust in the Lord. Um, because her faith and trust in the Lord was just so high too. Um, it was, it was just really a tremendous experience. And so, uh, so we ended up getting pregnant and, and had, had, had Josiah on uh, September 30th of uh, last year. Um one of the one of the things about me, as you can tell, I've got this glorious beard. Um, <laughs> is, uh, uh, come come Christmas time, I I also spend time as a as a Christmas performer. So all of this will turn white magically. Uh, <laughs> there's actually a process for it, but um, you know, and don the red suit and uh, meet thousands of kids, and and um, and so as part of that, uh, there's a virus that goes around among children that this hit especially hard last year and even still now uh card called rsv and um i must have become a carrier for it because on christmas morning we woke up and josiah had no voice mm-hmm. and just was clearly not himself mm-hmm. and um the day we end up canceling our christmas day plans we end up uh, calling the on-call doctor on Christmas Day about it and end up going to the, the doctor the next day, where the second you take him into the doctor's office, he starts acting perfectly, like mm-hmm. completely healthy, like nothing ever happened. But uh, there was uh, there was an issue. They went ahead and tested him for, for COVID and for uh, the flu and for RSV, and he came back positive for RSV. So... Mm-hmm. I had asked the doctor specifically what to do or where to go if, you know, it got worse. And, and, uh, he said to, to, to go to a nearby hospital 
and um, which we did. And then he was airlifted to uh, uh, Hershey uh, essentially afterwards. So in very short order, he, he, he went downhill very fast. Hmm. The point of um, it was so hard for him to breathe that when they they put a mask on him they were putting a the amount of oxygen a 12 year old would need into him and uh they they recommended sedating him uh and and intubating him so they could give him some rest and time to recover and so wow uh, how long did he end up being in the in the hospital eight days eight days wow ended up being a tremendously long time the worst time ever of, of of my life that's for sure and um if you're hearing banging by the way in the background that is josiah playing with a toy i'm smiling as you guys have been holding him and and how much energy all boy he's all boy right oh, yes but he was a tiny little boy last year yeah. when this took yeah. place a tiny little boy that you had waited for for a long time yeah. And so, man, what an incredibly hard moment that was. Um, what can you guys share? What were what was going on inside of you? What were you feeling? And then what came next? What happened? He's in the hospital. I mean, like just when we before we took him to the hospital, like like up all night, like I just knew deep down something was like completely wrong. And and that's where like the enemy like gets into your mind and like you just feel numb and you just you just you just feel like you're alone um sometimes and um it was scary it was like it was terrifying and um and of course being a first time mom like I don't know what I'm doing and um but <clears throat> I just you know I just had to like there was a moment like in the middle of the night with him when he was just labored breathing I was like I just I just knew something was wrong and I felt like the Lord was like telling me you need a you need to contact the doctor and I'm glad I did um and I was like you know I prayed right before that and um, the doctor, um, was like, you need to take him to the ER. And I, 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 it was my gut instinct that I, that was, that was true. So I did. And, um, it was probably the worst day of my life, to be honest with you. And the, but, um, the Lord kept me as steadfast as possible. I tried to remain calm as much as I could, but like, of course I'm in the moment in the hospital where like, they, you know, hook him up to a CPAP machine. I'm like freaking out. And then, then they said they're going to airlift him, like all this stuff. But, um, yeah, the, the, like, I just, it taught me to trust in, in God's, in God's uh, grace. And, um, yeah, it was, it was terrifying. It was, it was terrible. Mm -hmm. yeah. How about well, you, Jeff? You're the protector of Papa. What's going on? So Megan took him to the ER. Um, but I, I didn't go initially. I was, the plan was her to go immediately and knowing that she would be staying there. In all likelihood, someone that he was not going to be there for just in and out. We we realized he was going to be staying somewhere that I would I was going to get clothes and get some things together and and kind of prepare for, hey, this is going to be a little while. And so I did that, get in the car, go and give her a call. And she's like, well, don't come here just yet, because they're going to airlift him to Hershey, which where we live, LGH is one direction. Hershey is the opposite but pretty similar distances so he ended up taking off uh from the helicopter with with megan and landed where i was and um it was it was it was a very very difficult time uh very very difficult time i mean and i would i would say that there's 
And it, it would be impossible not to have some sort of angst, some sort of pit in your stomach about what's going on. But there's still a trust in, in, yeah. in the Lord that that he he's sovereign and he's in control and 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 we trust him. And, you know, so to abide in Christ in a moment like that is it's crucial. It's yeah. crucial. And then one of the things that we've just been so blessed with at, at church is our small group and um, leaders in our, our church. And so you know, getting on a text train, letting know uh, some people know and family and small group at church and let other people start praying as well. Yeah. So that way we can be there in the moment and and know that we're being enveloped by prayer as well as the, and, and Josiah um, and, and, and kind of go from there. So mm-hmm. it was, uh, Mm-hmm. trust the Lord. And my mm-hmm. sister came to visit me in the hospital um, when he, at that, that time he was already um, sedated and intubated um, at Hershey. And she, like my sister, who's also a mom, she commented on the how like calm I was. And, and I replied, it's, it's the peace of God. Mm-hmm. Like I felt finally, like, like knowing where we were, I knew like, I knew Hershey was the right place to be. And thank God it was because the hospitals were getting so packed at that time. He almost got blown to chop. And so we're thankful that we, we were able to get in a Hershey. In fact, like many babies were being flown into Hershey, like from New York and other places. It was, it was crazy. Um, but I just knew where I knew he needed to be there. And I knew he we, we were in the right place. And that was, that was the Lord telling me it's going to be okay. I got this. So when my sister said that, and I replied, it's, it's, it's the peace of God. Um, I think she, I mean, I think like many were struck by that. Like, and so I was thankful that I was calm during that whole time. And I stayed at the hospital the entire time. I never left mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. I told him, even when he was the day we're going, we're going home together. So mm-hmm. I tell you those mm-hmm. hospital bed, those hospital couches are not comfortable. By the way. No. <laughs> I definitely got Eight them <laughs> when I got home. So. Oh, well, and, well, go ahead, go ahead Megan. No, go ahead. I was just thankful. I was just thankful for um, Hershey and the Ronald McDonald house. All my meals were paid for. And also we were just thankful that uh, our community, like even with, like my sight and sound friends who I wasn't even hired yet. I mean, I wasn't, um, I was, I hadn't started rehearsals yet. Many were praying for us over at sight and sound and many also donated uh, money to a GoFundMe for us for hospital bills. So we were just thankful mm. um, that we, I mean, again, that was the Lord providing. Wow. For us, wow. So. Wow. I didn't know how that much, I didn't know if that hospital, uh, that helicopter book was going to cost us money and it thankfully didn't, but um, thank, thank God for insurance. But we're just thankful that we had a community there for us when we needed it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, what those who are listening and not watching this on YouTube can't see is the words trust in the Lord over you both as we're doing this podcast because that's written on the walls of your home and i think that's a pretty significant image for what's written on the walls of your home your you know heart. the three of you <laughs> in your heart yeah um because your story is one of trusting in the lord um really from beginning to end and i remember watching this on facebook as josiah was in the hospital and the words that were written were full of peace as well right they were updates but there was always a promise or uh something peaceful or something that the lord was taking care of um so it was a constant testimony and you just kept people uh in the loop so much on how we could all pray together as a community and uh yeah jeff so trust in the lord is it's a verse that and you know this is with all your heart underneath it Mm -hmm. 
but trust in the Lord is littered throughout scripture. Mm-hmm. But I love the verse that says in Psalms, trust in the Lord at all times, O people, pour out your heart before him. Our God is a refuge for us. Yes. Amen. And to, to kind of put that in perspective. Anyway, that's. Amen. Amen. That's right. And that's, that is, that is why we come back to the word of God for every single thing. Don't we? I mean, really, which really is where our title for our month comes from is right from the word of God. When, when we pray. Uh, so we know that prayer was a huge part of Josiah's story as he's yeah. in the hospital. Um, and you have a circle, a large, large circle of people praying for you. What did, uh, you know, I'd like to say, where did prayer come into the story? I think it covered the story, but tell us a specific moment or story, a place where you guys were praying together or with other people and how that you saw God's hand move through the prayers of his people. I I think it's just having that peace, yeah. having peace and comfort. I mean, it was just a, it's a constant presence. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, in John 15, it says Jesus over and over again and talking about him being the vine, we're the branches that we're to abide in him. And that if we abide in him, mm. ask whatever you need and it'll be given to us. If 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 his word is in us. And so um I think just having having that it was just yeah. just tremendous. So and there were moments where Jeff and I were by his bedside when he was sedated. Yeah. When we prayed with like we prayed with him and and Jeff would always after the prayer. He would always tell Josiah, you are a courageous little boy. Oh, and that, and that you know, courage there's, comes from the Lord. There's, for a, sure. there's a moment. So he's, uh, he was so young, but he would love to grab our a finger. Mm. And so th- there's a moment where he's laying in the hospital and he's got his hand up. He's got daddy's finger in one hand and mommy's finger in the other. Mm. And oh. just a oh. tremendous moment of just yeah. praying over him and. Um, it was difficult. Yeah. It was very wow. difficult. But but to have peace through that. And, yeah. And unfortunately we couldn't have any people come visit. Like mm-hmm. with, you know, they had right. very strict um protocols back then for, you know, the trip triple demic was what they called it. So um so not many people were unable to be there. But um, but we felt everyone praying for us thanks to social media. One of the one of the few good things about social yeah. media <laughs> right, um, right. was being able to was feeling the prayers from everybody on social media. So oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. I think this is a podcast where I'm having a significant up episodes of goosebumps because every time you share something about holding a finger or the way that you know you just heard the news, whatnot, I feel like God has really um, I don't know, just allowed me to step into that for a quick second with you guys and identify as a mom you know, yeah. maybe some of the emotion that you were going through. I, but Jeff, I've noticed that you have uh, quoted scripture a couple of times mm-hmm. here as as we're talking. And uh, man, Debbie and I, Megan, we all just love the word of God so much. And we know how important it is to put the word of God in our hearts, right? The Bible tells us to do that. It's so important to memorize uh, scripture. But I do feel like you guys together, I know you have a story, a ministry, um, really based on memorizing the word of God. And I, I'm sure that's part of what got you through this process was holding on to the word. Um, so you can share if you'd like to just a little bit about, um, why you feel scripture memory is so important, your history of scripture memory, and maybe you have a scripture or two that you really held on to, or was it all, what are there 32,842 scriptures? 
verses in the scripture. What, yeah. what was what got I, you through? I think I might have told you too that um, you know me- memorizing for me has actually become not not a difficult thing. It's a joy mm-hmm. uh, to memorize to have the privilege to be able to memorize God's word. And even now, I still feel like I should be doing it more, but I I can't memorize citations. I it's just one thing that's I just I just can't do it. And I I would right. rather remember God's actual word than remember the citation. And that's when I say God bless Google because you can just Google the words. And yeah. it's, <laughs> but it's so important to actually know God's word because unfortunately, there's this thing that's been going around where, and you even see it in in memes. Is is that just good words, or is it actually the word? Uh, or is it, uh, uh, lamentations or, or Taylor Swift lyrics? Um, you know, so many different things that people have <laughs> seen that. <laughs> it is, and um, I mean, I had there was somebody that I was talking to recently, and they said something, and they're like, "Oh yeah," and that's in the Bible. They say that, and they're like, "Oh, and that's in the Bible." And I'm like, "There's nothing that you just said that I've." ever heard ever read. The Bible. and mm-hmm. so it's really important to actually open up God's word and read but yeah. um there's there's a there's a scripture that that I I absolutely uh love it's um it's Psalm 107 and I feel like every worship song could kind of tie back to it but you know, it starts off, oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his steadfast love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from trouble and gathered in from the lands, from the east, from the west, from the north and the south. So then the scripture goes on to list those four people groups, <laughs> those who wandered through the deserts, finding no way to a city to dwell in, hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted within them. Those who uh, sat in darkness in the shadow of death, those who were fools through their sinful way and because of their iniquity suffered affliction. And then those who, and this is uh, Teek's uh, favorite verse, went down to the sea in ships doing business on the great waters. (laughs) All four of those groups had trouble and all four of them it says um, they they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. Mm. He led them by a straight way till they reached a city to dwell in. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and burst their bonds apart. He sent out his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction, and he made the storm be still, and the waves of the sea were hushed. Mm. Our God is good. Our God is so good. Mm. But after all those sections, the people then have to respond again. It says, let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works among the children of man. And so for me, prayer is always just one part of the component. The praise is there too. And actually, if you look at how Jesus describes how to pray, he starts off praising God, right? Mm. Fathers in heaven, hallowed be your name. Yeah, yeah. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth. As a, you're, you're praising God for, for who he is. And so I, 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 I feel just in, in the depth of my being that when it comes to prayer, we, we must always praise God at the same time for what he has done, what he is doing in the midst of our situation. And 
Um, yeah, so I'll let you take over now. Mm. For, <clears throat> for me, with scripture memorization, um, I felt it was important because um, for me, like I grew up with learning challenges and still struggle with learning challenges. So reading comprehension has always been a struggle for me. Like I'm not a book reader. And so like getting into the word of God, I mean, I'm, I hunger for it. I thirst for it, but it's, sometimes it's really hard for me to understand. Um, and, um, thankfully with, with memorization, it helped me not only connect with the word, but understand the word better. Um, so unfortunately I can't, I, I'm not gonna be able to memorize the whole Bible in my lifetime. <laughs> um, but but I, um, but help with memorizing some passages has helped me like connect with work, God's word. Um, <clears throat> particularly like when Josiah was in the hospital, um, Psalm 139. Um, I mean, I don't have this memorized, but, um, but I kept reflecting on the one passage where, um, um, where do I, where, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there, your your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. That mm. passage alone, like I just kept going back to it in my mind um, when, when we were in the hospital um, during that period. Another one that I do have um, memorized um, is Psalm 30. Um, and that's when, um, David's like, you know, lamenting, um, um, I think he's fleeing from Saul at that time. Um, but, um, <clears throat> um, there's a passage in Psalm 30 where, um, he says, um, I, if I see, I'll, I'll know, <laughs> I just have to look at it. Um, you turn my wailing into dancing. You have loosened my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness that my heart may sing your praises and not be silent. Oh Lord, my God, I give thanks to you forever. So like those two passages alone help me um, get through that difficult time. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Amen. Can I just say real quick, I think it's interesting that the passages that you held on to were mm -hmm. actually passages that showed your trust regardless of the outcome. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Regardless of the outcome, you know what you were trusting God for and believing him for. And we know he's a God who heals and he did heal Josiah, praise the Lord. But your yep. trust was in your God, not the outcome that you were anticipating. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, that, you know, I keep huge. going back to that visual of him sedated or just laying in that bed, holding on to each of your fingers mm -hmm. and you interceding for him. There are, that's a visual for, there are times where, uh, whether it's us or somebody else, we're in a position where we can't even cry out for ourselves, Yeah, but we still hold on to somebody who is crying out for us. And the yeah. importance of having people in your life to, they're going to, they're going to carry some of that weight, bear that burden, but cry out and pray when you're at a place where maybe somebody's just so overwhelmed. They don't even have the words. They don't even know what to do, but you're clinging to somebody who is clinging to Jesus. And that was such, because he was such in a vulnerable spot and he's just a little guy, but people are, find themselves in those vulnerable places and their, their faith can be kind of shaky at those times having the community around you already to help be strong and, and hang on to them as they're hanging on to Jesus. And it, yeah. and it, it does make a difference. It brings courage into you um, that you are not sitting there by yourself. So I, really, I love that picture. You know, as we wrap up this um, podcast, we like to give you opportunities and Meg, we're going to start with you. Is there one final thought that you would want to speak to encourage the mamas out there? Uh, whatever their circumstances, what's one encouraging word from you? 
I would say trust your gut and trust the Lord and that gut as well. <laughs> um, I mean, the internet, you read a lot of stuff. Some things are not true. Some things are, or in general books and stuff. But um, for me, it was just, it was just having that gut feeling something was wrong. Something needed to be done. And I needed to do that. And I needed to pray and trust God and follow him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just simply follow your mother's intuition. Um, and because of that, um, like I helped, I, I helped him save his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just thankful that the Lord, like follow, help, um, the Lord allowed me to follow him through that. Uh, cause mm-hmm. I couldn't have done it alone without him. So yeah, mm-hmm. trust your mother's intuition and yeah. And even, even if, even if it's like a waste of time, even if you have no, even if you, even if, sorry, <laughs> my words are jumping. Um, it's it's worth knowing at least checking it out or going looking looking into something before it's too late so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's your gut true i love that and i think that's a good word honestly yeah. for all the mamas out there and all of us who are following jesus right the holy spirit prompts us in ways that's too, right, right? He's to, the, to follow the, the whole sure. that's right that's right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so i love that um right. jeff as a final word here you shared with me when we were talking on the phone um a story about a song and I'll let you take it from there because another um, goosebump moment for me. Well, I had a goosebump moment yesterday, mm. actually, about this song. I shared this testimony uh, at a thing uh, at church. And um, someone who had just joined our church approached me. And uh, the artist who sings a song, his name is Robin Mark. And he approached me and said, did you mention Robin Mark? I said, yes. I said, I saw him two weeks ago. Robin Mark's in Belfast, Ireland. And he's played with him. He knows him. Wow. He texted me last night by email with Robin Mark. Wow. Wow. Pretty cool. This is amazing. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting choked up because this, uh, the song uh, that I'm going to tell you about, Lost and Found, um, has meant a tremendous amount to me. Um there was a time where I, I delivered a, uh, a walking paper route. And if you're delivering papers, you have to do it every single day. And I would do it come rain or snow or anything. But if you, if you're delivering papers in the rain, you are soaked from head to foot Mm. by the time you're done every, every day. I mean, it's not even, don't even try to carry an umbrella. You're just going to get wet. Um, and the lyrics start off when the rain falls and it some days will. I had never heard this song before. I had heard revival in Belfast CD uh, back in the nineties. And it, we played it all the time in the house. Fantastic uh, album. And, but time goes on and the, the CD gets lost and moves and trans- and everything else. Um, but then one day I'm listening to uh, deciding to go through old cds i've listened to and megan performed at a theater who with a director whose name is uh mark robin Hmm. the name rang a bell and i'm curious i remembered robin mark pulled up that album i listened to it again i listened to it again i was like you know i i really enjoy his music let me just hit all songs and just all songs are playing and then I'm listening to it, delivering papers in the rain when the mm-hmm. song comes on that starts when the rain falls and mm-hmm. it's well. 
and the pavement under my feet sparkles silver and gold and reflected light that I otherwise wouldn't have seen. When the storm comes and the strong wind blows, I will bow my head and push through. And every step that I take, I will watch and pray and be sure my foothold is true. So Jesus, don't you keep me from that storm. I want to walk that sacred ground for you are master of it all. And I'm but a lost and found. Mm. And um, I just encourage anyone to listen to the song. It's meant a tremendous amount to me. But uh, I would sing this song every night for Josiah before going to bed. Mm. And so from the day we brought him home, even before that, I think in the hospital, uh, after he was born, I would sing this song to him. And so even in the hospital now, with our RSV, I'd sing the song to him. And I remember once we brought him home and that first night that I'm singing it to him as I'm, as I'm putting him to sleep, I sing it again, but somehow I use different words and I still can't remember them, but I essentially made it into past tense. You, the rain did fall. Mm. The storm did come, but you were like putting it in perspective that God proved faithful and true yet again, yet again, he did. And uh, so, and, and that just leads to then, you know, just this past month, Josiah got another virus and got crushed with it. Not as bad as RSV, but it was bad. It was bad. bad. A good old uh, uh, hand, hand, foot and mouth. Oh, that's a beast. um, Yeah. And, and, but you know what? And I love this about Megan. She would just pray, you did it before, you do it again. Do it again. Yeah, do amen, before, amen. That's right. Again. Sometimes That's it's right. quite simple. That's um, right. But, but our God certainly has done it before, and he can and will do it again. Amen. Wow. Amen. Jeff, I love the story that God's written in your life. Really, I can picture you as a little boy, and so I'm I'm grateful for what God has done. And Megan, I'm so glad that God planned you to be Jeff's special bride. Praise God. I mean, you, it's just wonderful. It's wonderful to see. Um, we just know when we put the Lord first that he, it's the best way, right? So it's really, it's really special for me decades later to look at the two of you and to hear your testimony and to see the world changers that you truly have become. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then to see the next generation of energy right there that <laughs> what a gift, right? <laughs> What a gift Josiah is. And so we just want to thank you for this early morning with a, with a baby doing a podcast. We are so grateful that you guys made time for this and, and your story, how it's going to encourage so many of our listeners. So we just want to thank you from our beyond the building community for being part of this month of what happens when we pray. And so God bless you guys. And we look forward to uh, hearing more testimonies as time goes by, especially from your little man as he learned. Yes. I know that little boy's going to learn the scriptures. Yes, he is. <laughs> he is going to learn the scriptures. So That's right. from Laura and I, just, we just want to thank you guys. We just want to thank you guys for being part of the story um, in our month of September. So love you guys. Thanks so much for being with us today. God bless love you. you. And God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. It was so much fun. We believe that God will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that He has prepared for you today. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember, you were created for more.